The sweet sound of sports you love from Sling. The collide of football pads. The squeak of shoes on a basketball court. The crack of the bat on a home run. The slice of skates cutting across the ice. But what about this one? That's the sound of all the sports you love. All at once. Starting at $40 a month. Experience it all live with Sling. Sling. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey everyone, it's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. If you want to listen live, all you have to do is download the iHeartRadio app and search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Also, if you want to catch this show on video, be sure to check out Zumo TV, channel 719. That's where you can find SportsGrid's Fantasy Sports Network. Enjoy the show, and thanks so much for listening. What's going on, Grid? This is SportsGrid. Get on the grid. I got great news, guys. Oh! It's the news update from Game Time Decisions. News, 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 Hey, sports fans, Cam Stewart with your Sports Grid news and betting update. If you want that betting edge, cappers, you know you got to get on the grid. Followed from the MLB sign-stealing scandal continues today. The New York Mets and manager Carlos Beltran have parted ways following the revelation of his role in the Houston Astros 2017 sign-stealing scandal. The 42-year-old was the only player named in the MLB investigation. The report led to the suspensions and eventual firings of Houston manager A.J. Hinch and general manager Jeff Luno. The Mets brass say they were unaware of the Astros situation when they hired Beltran as their skipper. He's now the third manager out of a job this week after the investigation, along with Hinch, Alex Cora, and the Boston Red Sox. They parted ways on Tuesday. Beltran hired by the Mets but has never managed a game with the team. The former big league player uh, played 20 years in the majors before retiring after winning the World Series with the Astros back in 2017. Mets quality control coach Luis Rojas is under consideration for the Mets' vacant manager job, while Hensley Mullins and Eduardo Perez are also candidates for the gig. The Houston Astros and three-time All-Star George Springer have avoided arbitration, signing a one-year $21 million deal with the club today. In 2019, the two-time Silver Slugger and former World Series MVP he hit 292 with 39 home runs and six stolen bags in 122 games and finished seventh in AL MVP voting. The San Francisco Giants and lefty Drew Smiley, they've agreed on a one-year contract today. The New Orleans police have issued an arrest warrant for Cleveland Browns receiver Odell Beckham Jr. after appeared to give a police officer in the LSU locker room a butt slap during the team's national title celebration Monday night. The 48-year-old attendant says he was telling players to stop smoking cigars in the locker room when he felt Beckham slap him on the behind. The cop said he wanted to punch Beckham in the face, but uh, decided uh, that's probably not the best course of action. 
Punishment for a simple battery charge, a $1,000 fine or a max six-month jail sentence. I think Beckham's going to pay the fine. OBJ was also seen handing out wads of cash to players on LSU after their win over Clemson. LSU has notified the NCAA and the SEC of that incident as well. Super agent Drew Rosenhaus says he's severing ties with Antonio Brown until the free agent receiver seeks counsel and gets some help. LSU defensive coordinator Dave Aranda is the leading candidate to become the head coach of the Baylor Bears football program. It appears Justin Fuente will remain at Virginia Tech after being rumored to take the Baylor job. In the NBA, the Minnesota Timberwolves have traded point guard Jeff Teague and shooting guard Travion Graham to the Atlanta Hawks for shooting guard Alan Crabb. All three players on expiring contracts and are set to hit unrestricted free agency. Teague's $19 million salary and Graham's $1.6 million salary. They come off the books this summer, while Crabb's cap hit is $18.5 million. NBA games and betting lines tonight, 735 action. Phoenix minus three at the New York Knicks, 226 the total. We got a pair at 805 Boston at Milwaukee. Bucks minus 11, 226. Utah, they're laying five at New Orleans, 225 and a half is the total. A pair at 1035. Denver laying three and a half at Golden State, 213. Orlando's at LA. Clippers minus 11 and a half, 215 and a half. NCAA top 25 hoop action tonight, 7 o'clock. Cincy at number 22, Memphis. Tigers minus 4.5, 141 and a half. We got 9 p.m. action. Number 20, Colorado minus 1 at Arizona State, 141 is your total. Number 8, Oregon. They're laying 9.5 at Washington State, 139 is the over under there. And 11 o'clock late action, Santa Clara at number 1, Gonzaga. Zags minus 19.5, total 153.5. Busy night in the NHL, seven games. 705, Pittsburgh and Boston, Bruins 126. We got Calgary at Toronto, Leafs laying 45, six and a half is your total. LA at Florida, the Panthers minus 75 cents, six and a half. Rangers and Islanders, Battle of New York, Islanders minus 166, your total. Philly and Montreal, Flyers minus 135, six your total. New Jersey at Washington, Caps minus 326 and a half in Carolina, laying a quarter at Columbus, five and a half. 735 action, Vegas, minus 190 at Ottawa. Peter DeBoer makes his Vegas coaching debut in the Canadian capital. We got a pair at 805. Tampa Bay, minus 150 at Mini, 6.5. Anaheim's at Nashville. Preds, minus 200, 5.5, 835. Buffalo and Dallas Stars, minus 210, 5.5. 905, San Jose at Colorado. Avalanche, minus 230, 6.5 total there. 1005, Arizona, Vancouver, Pickham, 5.5 the total. Round one of the PGA's American Express. Grayson Murray leads the way right now. Eight under through 14 holes. Three players just one shot back. European Tour Abu Dhabi. Renato Perator and Sean Norris lead the way. But Brooks Kepka right on their heels. Just two shots back. I'm Cam Stewart. Gabe Morenci hosts Red Heat and Rage. We got the NFL playoffs to break down. We got basketball. We got hockey, college hoops, and a whole lot more. So stick around. GTD slash Red Heat and Rage is on Sports Grid. And hour one is coming up next. Game time decisions. All right, let's roll. Get on the grid. Sports grid. Game time decisions. Red Heat and Rage, our radio, has uh, begun. I am Renzi. We're throwing it down here. At the uh, FanDuel Sportsbook, Sports Grid Studios at the Meadowlands. And uh, we've got uh, more big news from the world of Major League uh, Baseball. Whale Capper will step up and in and help us cap the NFL Final Four. 
Uh, we'll take a look at tonight's uh, card, uh, NBA, NHL, and, of course, college basketball. The Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart, uh, ready to throw it down. We've got Dover Downs on the big screen. We've got Gulfstream Park uh, in action uh, right now. A lot of stuff going on, the Raging Redhead, Cam Stewart. What's going on, Cam? Yeah, you got it, Gabe. Got uh, golf on right now, horse racing on, on the other channel going back and forth. And I'll tell you this. Glad we got in those bets late last night. The inputter inputting pro proper bets. Stanford getting it done. Minnesota coming back against Penn State. Hell, my hockey game went over. It was one to nothing. The Flyers win four three. So it turned out to be a very very good night, Gabe. It looked like the ship was sinking, but man, we really uh, caught our sails later on in the night. Hopefully, the same thing can continue tonight. Now, this is the problem, Cam, when you bet at multiple spots, and uh, I bet at multiple spots, as you know. Very good night uh, last night with my college basketball picks uh, that you put in. Yeah. Um, bad night here at the window. Oh. I, you know, dude, I've said it for years, and you want to have multiple options and stuff, but I've always found this, Cam. It's difficult to beat multiple books every night. <laughs> like, like, because what do you yeah. do? Do you, do, you, do you take the exact same bets? You know what I mean? Sometimes you do, sometimes you don't. It's like, you well, I already months. have that there. Exactly. Or like a good example is, best way of putting it, Cam, I played most of my 7 o'clock action here, and remember during in-game live last night, I was like, put that in, put this in, put that in, put that in. Crushed it. The 9 o'clock college basketball session to, to, to the late night session, crushed it. Told you. Right. Stanford. Yep. Um, you know, we go down the list. Bing, winner, boom, bam, bing. Yeah, a lot of the 7 o'clock games. Loser. Yeah. And so it's funny. I walk out of here with, like, less money, and I was kind of upset about it, to be honest. Then I realized, I was like, well, I kind of broke even because I won. I won at Bet365. I lost at FanDuel. <laughs> but it's hard to win at, uh, you know, Cam, let me, let, well, you tell me. You're a guy that bets at multiple books on a nightly basis. I sure do. It's hard to win at all books, isn't it? It is. I usually have one book that I do really, really well on, one I do okay on, and the other one I struggle on. It's weird. And then you kind of get superstitious about it. It's kind of like what my bookie told me. He goes, Cam, why don't you just put a $250 bet in instead of clicking 55 times? He's looking at my list. I got the same bets. I do the same, Gabe, because you're overwhelmed, right? Click, 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 click. Oh, I got to get yeah, this yeah. in. And then you look at your slate at the end and go, holy crap, I got like 30 games tonight, man. I better win. <laughs> we bet a lot. Let's put it that oh, way. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I played I played a ticket at the window and I bet it in the machine. Yeah, and I no, forgot that I already played it at the window. That means you're a compulsive man. I got it. Yeah. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Have you written a book and need some insight into what comes next? Or are you passionate about cooking and want to know how to make it your career? Or maybe you just want to hear insider stories about the entertainment industry. Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. And on our podcast, Two Guys from Hollywood... 
we bring our expertise to the table with, of course, delicious cocktails and all kinds of recipes for you to try at home. So grab a drink and join us. We've got a wide range of celebrity guests and Hollywood insiders to discuss pop culture, publishing, and entertainment. And we'll provide you with an unfiltered and sometimes brutally honest show about Hollywood. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys. And I'd love for you to join me. I'm still on my own journey, but I want to be transparent with you because as I was posting all the highlights of my life on social media, I was breaking down and too many people fall victim to the picture perfect image of the high life. So I created a space to discuss the good and the bad. We can laugh, man. We, we going to learn. And most of all, I hope to inspire you to go on this journey with me to better mental health. This is going to be your church, your turn up and everything in between. So join me on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, a safe space for every kind of person. Listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, back to live action, fellas. Shout out to our boy uh, Yang, who is uh, off uh, today. Chris uh, in the pit uh, this afternoon. So far, so good. Uh, Whale Capper on the radar. Let us know when Whale Capper's uh, ready to go. A lot of stuff to get to, including, of course, the National Football League, uh, Major League Baseball. Holy crap, things are getting freaking crazy uh, right now. Yep. Carlos Beltran. Yeah, you know, it's funny. I did a, I did a big uh, monologue this morning uh, here in New York City about how the Mets should not fire Carlos Beltran. <laughs> hours later, hours hours later, he steps down on his own. Uh, but you know, we, we got, I hear Whale Capper uh, chuckling away here. We'll get to the football Whale Capper, but I don't know. Have you seen the video of Altuve now? Yeah, that's so, pretty damning. I got to say. I don't know what's going on in that video, man. So basically the gist of it is, I saw Michael Kay yesterday. Michael Kay is the play-by-play guy for the New York Yankees, and uh, he's got a show on ESPN New York. And last night at the end of his show, he was like, oh, my God, now I remember. And he's, like, freaking out about Altuve. And he goes, I didn't know why he didn't want his jersey ripped off. Now we find out this John Boy guy – uh, who will buys Yankee T-shirts from this guy's got like a, he's like a Yankee <laughs> blogger, but I don't know what the deal is. The guy he like broke this. He was the yeah, one that wow. like put the videos together on YouTube and with the bangs, and it's crazy. Like this this kid's gonna get a gig out of this. Um, he's got five different people who have told him, and now it's it's pretty much out there. And I don't know why we don't know this from the report that Astro players were actually wearing buzzers. Cam. <laughs> beep. Game show they buzzer. were getting beep, buzzed. Beep. Yes. <laughs> These guys were setting each other up 
with like That's buzzers, like taping like <laughs> wires to their in like and stuff. First to Marenzi, and he's your like, no, no, don't ready rip my jersey. Buzz, buzz, buzz. You know the red thing? Those things had buzz on your table. Yeah, they got them attra- attached to their back. Like, what the hell's going on and, with and, these and, guys? and Pete Rose is bad from the game, I Will know, Capper. I know, I know. Trust me. I got guy no plays a parlay or two, and he's the worst guy in the world, exactly. Will Capper. <laughs> I'm with you, Gabe. Yeah, well, uh, I, this whole scandal has been pretty wild from Jump Street. And I don't, I mean, the idea that there were some kind of buzzers and there was some sort of other mechanism that they were using to pass along the signs they were stealing isn't shocking at all. Because, you know, the original video where they were banging on the trash cans was incriminating as hell. And, I mean, what do you, you know, you're not going to be able to always hear trash can banging. You're going to need some other means of communicating that to the players. We knew the Red Sox got in trouble previously for, you know, using, you know, iPhone watches as the, the means of communicating. And it's not shocking that there, you know, that there was some other means that they had of, of communicating the off-speed pitches to these guys if they were if that's what they were up to um the and yeah the video of not wanting to get his shirt ripped off after that home run is in, it's wild like there's not a great explanation for it uh you know his you know his response to the uh you know to ken rosenthal in the you know in the moments after of oh yo, yo i'm shy like i got in trouble for my wife the last time this happened like that's pretty that's pretty flimsy like that's a that's real BS. that's a real stretch and I, you know, it's yeah, it's that's tough. And you know, it's it's like you know, the, we always knew the players were involved in this because they were the ones receiving the information from the stolen sign. So it's you know, it's like it's not it shouldn't really be shocking. But for some reason, this whole idea that they you know kind of went above and beyond from a technology standpoint has really got people fired up. And you know, Yankee fans are just bent out of shape in general because you know they were eliminated on you know one of the most impressive, momentous single home runs of the entire postseason last year and you know now they feel rightfully uh rightfully wronged by it and you know that well well capper you're in los angeles what about the dodgers losing in seven games and then hitting you darvish like for four home runs in both like bang 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 like come on great point (laughs) it's great and and we got more now guys that was in la yeah i I know but still they hit darvish hard both times I, look, dude, they, there's this probably, is, there's probably, this is got, what the Astros been, are specifically getting hit for. That's when they were at the peak of their cheating in 2017. Sure. By sure. 2018, yeah. they were, people were kind of onto them and also certain players were getting tired. It was getting too complicated. Like, yeah. guys, this yeah. is like James Bond <laughs> stuff they had. Like, think, Cam, you got to show up to the ballpark, go into some room, get taped up with a buzzer. Yeah, buzzer. You know what yeah. I mean? You got to go over. They had meetings about, like, they had to change the system up. Uh, wow. When they played the White Sox in a panic, they're sort of like like hiding from the cops. When Farquhar <laughs> called the catcher out, they realized yeah. they're onto us. They ran into the tunnel and hid the TVs. <laughs> like, yeah, like yeah. it's like there was a full time yeah. job. It's yeah. like George yeah. Costanza when he was unemployed. Like That's Jerry right, said, if you job. worked as hard as you do, like trying to stay unemployed and just actually worked, he wouldn't have to be unemployed. But we'll get to the football, but let me just throw this out here right now. Everything in today's day and age, you ain't getting nothing from ESPN, right? Ken Rosenthal knows everything. He's not going to tell you this stuff. It needs to be modern sort of leaks. And, you know, I don't know if you guys are aware of this, but people were convinced, like, it was Carlos Beltran's niece 
<laughs> right? Well, like, she, stay it was, with she me. Was a, it was an account. It was an account that was self-reported. That that was who it was. Yes. who started all yeah. this. Yeah, yeah. So now, other people think Carlos Beltran's niece isn't his niece. It's a burner account for a major league yeah. baseball player. Almost certainly, Gary yeah. Sheffield. Yeah. Gary Sheffield's son <laughs> says, "Like, damn, like." We got names popping up left and right here. Somehow, Gary Sheffield's son says, "No, no, no, no. That's not. That's not a. Uh, that's not Carlos Beltran's niece. It's a Major League Baseball player's burner account. <laughs> and this burner account has been bang on about all of this. Yeah. This burner account has just went on and uh, gone further here, and has found out here, Mike Trout. <laughs> oh boy." Mike Trout yeah. is on HGH, allegedly, yeah, and Major League Baseball's covering it up, Cam. Wow. <laughs> don't eat, don't we're eat airing all the grievances. Airing all the grievances today. <laughs> all right, baseball's got a You'll problem see. on their hands, no Everyone else, no everyone else like, the, the, right now, if it was any other name, people would be out for blood. What the hell oh, do you yeah. mean he's on it? Like, they'd be all like, we need answers. Like, get him on the phone. Like, it would be one of these. You're going to see. Oh, not Mike Trout. Leave Mike Trout alone. Ah, oh, this is ridiculous. It's just a burner account. If it was anyone else, they'd be all over his ass. <laughs> but, yeah. Right, Mike Trout is pretty good. Got to wonder, huh? I'm shocked. <laughs> I'm shocked that there's cheating going on in this sport. Absolutely shocked. Can you believe this? There is cheating in baseball. This is just unbelievable, What's this? So, right? <laughs> all right, so Scott Brocious, Scott Brocious's kid is all over Twitter. My dad was the third base coach for the Mariners in 2017. The Mariners knew they were cheating. Every team did. Major League Baseball knew about the Astros. Everyone knew exactly how they were doing it even by 2017. Major League Baseball wasn't going to do anything about it until the public actually found out. My dad would give fake signs at third, acting like he knew what the Astros pitcher was going to throw, and Cora and Hitch would scream at him, calling it Bush League. Weird how that worked out. You believe that? Oh, yeah. Brocious is at third base with the Mariners knowing you cheating bastards, and he's doing stupid fake signs just to mock the Astros, and the Astros, A.J. Hinch, has the nerve to call him Bush League for doing that, Ken. Exactly. (laughs) It's unbelievable. No, honestly, the whole thing that that bothers me about the whole thing is the arrogance of the Astros when everyone knows you're guilty, Hinch. Oh, no, no, no. Like, he blatantly, like, lied to multiple people's face in this situation. It's like, dude, you're caught. Like, after a while, yeah. you're in the interrogation room. The cop knows you did it. We got you on video yeah. with the gun. You got to say, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you know, it's my, it's my twin brother. No, it's you, bro. Yeah. It's you. You're killed. It's like Rafael Palmero. Enough is enough. You know? Yeah. It's like, give up. It's oh, like yeah, yeah, Rafael yeah. Palmero went in I will not have my integrity abused like this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and then he gets it's busted. Like, he, he specifically gets tested and busted. I'm, you know, like, like so the, the, one the, more the, thing the here. long history of baseball cheating is incredible. David Brocious says, if you want to get something, read something really good, Mike Trout takes uh, a thyroid, HH for a thyroid condition. He found a loophole. Major League Baseball doesn't want it to be made public. They don't want uh, fans to know their best player is high all the time. Uh, But people know. (laughs) Thought you'd appreciate that since you're a Dodger fan. (laughs) So good. Wow. Unbelievable. It's getting real. And, uh, wow, security's on someone here. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. 
Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing Daily Fantasy Hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. You want to be the next daily fantasy legend? Go for the green with DailyRoto.com this fantasy golf season. For a limited time, get free access to DailyRoto's PGA DFS product, including fantasy projections powered by Data Golf, PGA betting tools, and of course, the DailyRoto.com fantasy golf optimizer. Don't lay up. Go for the green with DailyRoto. Head to DailyRoto.com and enter the promo code GREEN to access your free seven-day golf membership. That's DailyRoto.com, promo code GREEN for the free trial. DailyRoto.com, where millionaires are made. Now back to Gabe Renzi with our guest, Whale Gapper. Um, you know, it's funny. I woke up uh, this morning, and when I hit refresh uh, on uh, all the sports sites, I was like, ah, it's kind of a slow, kind of a slower yeah. day considering everything that happened this week. I'm like, time to jump into the NFL. Uh, but, oh, yeah, since then, Carlos Beltran um, has stepped down as manager of the uh, New York Mets, and arrest warrant has been issued in New Orleans for Odell Beckham. <laughs> I know. <don't>. Um, <laughs> Like, the cops in New Orleans don't have something better to do, huh? Like, really, guys? Like, you're making cops look bad, guys. Like, you really are. Do you hear what I mean? Did you see that that video? He slapped him on the ass. That cop, what was he doing in the locker room? What was he thinking? He was was there to make sure that there was an incident. That was wild. Yeah, no, he wanted to be in the way. Like, that's like like walking around on the slippy floor at the grocery store like Cam's going to do when he's old. Oh, I slipped. (laughs) Hey, you guys owe me food for life. (laughs) Great. It's a good grip. I like that. Like that one. No, it's true. Like, it's just, you know what it reminds me of, guys? It's the same thing if you remember when Masai Ujiri in the NBA Finals, the Raptors won the Finals. Some security guard got a cop and security got him Masai's way. Yes. Masai yeah. told the cop to f off. Put, pulled out his badge, basically. Like Masai pulled out. Masai didn't have his press, his pass, his laminate. He had it hidden. About this. Yeah, so he pulled it out and sort of said f off. He he did mouth off to the cop. Remember, if you recall, the cop said that Masai Jerry hit him and attacked him, and That's then right. was suing him. That's and right. Then until oh yeah, that was until cameras exposed. Masai never went within three feet of him. <laughs> um, <laughs> And it's embarrassing. I think they fired the cop, actually. Like, the chief was like, you're an embarrassment to the force. Like, this this Barney Fife guy's a clown, too. I saw the same thing happen, guys, during one of the bowl games. It was weird. I don't know why players do this, but during one of the bowl games, same thing. A team won the bowl game, and there was a cop standing there, and it wasn't like the team's cop, either. Like, he was there in the city, and a player mm-hmm. slapped his ass. And I saw the cop sort of gave him a dirty look in the player, but you know the player was running up and down. He did just won the game, but yeah. Anyways, crazy, uh, crazy, uh, crazy days. Oh yeah, and uh, Drew Rosenhaus has severed ties with Antonio Brown. Probably a good idea before he murders you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just, just say. Just, just saying. Police get a, a rest warrant. <laughs> An arrest warrant. Like really for Odell? Like really, guys? This is where we're at. All right, so uh, let's get into the football. And then there were four. We're down to the final four uh, right now. Let me just throw this out here, Whale Capper and Cam. You know, I like to, um, you know, I I like to soak in as much information as I can about this stuff. So I was crunching numbers and I'm looking at different uh, stats and something interesting that I found here. 
in the conference championship weekend, in the last three years, the teams that played on Saturday are five and one huh. on the Sunday. If all right, and then you think, all right, well, whatever. That's just three years. Yeah. Dig down deeper. In the past ten years, fifteen and five. We're pretty Whoa. good. Pretty good. What do you make it out? Is this something real well covered? Do you think the does the extra day really matter from Saturday to Sunday, or is this just a weird anomaly? I think a lot of those are the Patriots. The Patriots almost always, I feel like, got that primetime spot on Saturday yeah. for divisional weekend, so they might be skewing, skewing the sam- they might be skewing the sample a little bit. I here. thought the same um, thing, but, but yeah, yeah there are like eight of these. Day, yeah, an extra day is good. Obviously, you want an extra day. Uh, I don't know if uh, I don't really know much how to how to read into that though. Um, I and you know, it's, I, I think even more. Uh, I mean, you can you can find other interesting kind of small sample size stuff like this. Like I'll throw a couple out there. You tell me if these are real or not. Like the Titans, if they win, this would be the uh, first time ever that a team wins four games in a row on the road. Is that real? I mean, there's there's no has never happened. Wow. Like they would in the history of the NFL. NFL. In the history of the NFL, nope. there's never been a team that has won four games in a row on the road, uh, and uh, especially in the playoffs. Every time this has happened in the playoffs, well, the team gets you know that. I'm not James Holhauser, but wouldn't the Miami Dolphins' perfect season constituted four road games wins? Oh no, I mean it's straight four straight. Like they've been on the road. They, this four, the, it's it's rare that you have. Boom, 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 boom. Okay, boom, four, four row, row. On the road. Yes, four, four, straight, four yeah. weeks. Yeah, four four weeks in four a row. Four weeks, okay. exactly. Consecutive, yeah. four consecutive and, weeks in a row. And if you road. throw yeah. it in, yeah. if you throw it in, actually, too, every game has been against a division winner. Yeah, they played yeah, exactly. on the road against yeah, Houston this... to end the season. They went to New England. Yeah. They go to Baltimore. Now they go to Kansas City. Um, that That's an interesting uh, one. I, I like that. Uh, Keep what, what else you, you got? Okay, uh, true or is this real or fake? Uh, Aaron Rodgers has never in his career won a game where he's been an d- underdog of a touchdown or more. I'm going to say true. I believe that to be o- true. Ofer in his life. It's true. Yeah. It's true. Seven seven games previously, he, is, wow. uh, he has never pulled off the upset as an underdog of a touchdown or more. So he's Jim Harbaugh. He's Jim Harbaugh, of course. <laughs> he doesn't win when he's a dog. People just, like, people people just love Aaron Rodgers, too. It, it, yeah. It's amazing to me. Aaron yeah. Rodgers is one of those guys that, like, they talk about, like, the best of the best. When you really think about it, you got one Super Bowl win. You know, and I know it's not all your fault, and, you know, you sometimes you didn't have a great running game, but people anoint this guy like some kind of god. Well, stats like that, you know, good quarterback, well, you got to win more. He's I only like ever this been game, to show. one Super Bowl. He's only ever been to one Super Bowl, and and do you remember what quarterback he beat to get there? Big this Ben. Is, this oh, is no, really going to get there. No, no, yeah, wait, wait, wait. What, 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 NFC, NFC Conference Championship. Yeah. yeah. What quarterback did he beat? Uh, yeah, I remember he this beat Ben Roethlisberger in a Super Bowl. Who did he play the week before? That was that was when we were with Jim Feist camp. That was that week. Colin Kaepernick. No. 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 Someone bad. Quarterback. Rex Grossman. Uh, you're on the right team, wrong quarterback. I knew it was bad. Like, yeah, yeah. Kyle Orton. <laughs> oh, still, still, keep going. Ah! I think more, I'm more out. I'm out of mediocre bear okay. quarterbacks, bro. So Jake, Jake Cutler started. Jake Cutler started the game. Jake Cutler started the game, but he got yeah. injured and went out. The quarterback he beat was Caleb Haney. Caleb Haney of the oh. Bears was oh, against. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Colorado State. Colorado State. Caleb Haney. 
That's wow, the only man, that quarterback he's been able to oust on the way to the on the way to the Super Bowl. You know what doesn't surprise me, Will Copper and Cam? I like this show too. Instead of sports trivia, I like the the gambling trivia. True or false? Like Aaron Rodgers yeah. is like zero and seven when fade when not getting seven points. But um, I know because I remember like four dude. I was early on the anti Rodgers train, and actually I'm, I like him more now. But I'm like you, Cam. I used to be like this guy's so overrated. Yeah, he throws a nice ball, but he doesn't win, and. His record when trailing at the half, even to this day, guys, it's probably literally like, you know, two and like 32 type thing. It's like for good. all of the legend of Aaron Rodgers, you know what Aaron Rodgers has done? And I pointed this out, Cam, if you recall. For some reason or another, he's had all of his big moments on primetime games. He hit a Hail Mary against the Lions. He came back against the Bears once on Sunday Night Football. So it's like the legend yeah. of Aaron Rodgers, but it's like the only time it's ever happened. And those teams suck. So what? You came back on the Detroit Lions. You know, <laughs> we should bring up the fact that you needed to come back on them in the first place. It's a great um, point. <laughs> all right, so here's, I'll throw a couple in here. Uh, these are interesting here. Teams who managed to rush the ball for 100 yards or more in conference championship games, 29-16 and 16 straight up, 31-13-1 and one against the spread. I, I think that Derrick Henry is going to be able to run for 100 yards. Teams that score 40 or more points in a division round game are 6-12-1 the following week mm. in the conference championship game. We I see it all the time, man. Teams put up, Perfect. yeah, they put up big, big numbers. Yeah, you like that? Okay. <laughs> I'm on Tennessee. Interesting. <laughs> all right, Will Capper. Well, you got a good number. What do you think? You're a seven and a half. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And for the record, too, the Titans and the Chiefs have played – Four times in the last five years, yeah. Andy Reid and the Chiefs, zero and four, straight up. Unbelievable. Andy Reid has never beaten Tennessee since he's been with Kansas City. Beat him with Philadelphia a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's not wow. like oh, that was three years ago. No, they've actually played four times in the last five years, including this year. Tennessee has beaten them every time, and uh, Tennessee three of the games are at Arrowhead. Mm. So they're, they've beaten them three times in Arrowhead already. I don't mm. think Tennessee are scared. And I'm not late to the party here. I'm late to the money line party. But I've been riding the Titans on a weekly basis uh, here. And I'm going to do it again. I'm going to do it again. I think they can hang and beat the Kansas City Chiefs. What do you think, Will Capper? Yeah, so I couldn't take a side in this one. I, I And a lot of the same reasons that you're bringing up here. Uh, my power numbers, like if I was lining this game, I have – line value on Kansas City, especially at seven now. Um, but there are a lot of things that I don't feel great about. <laughs> and you're kind of pointing them all out. Obviously, if you know if Tennessee gets a lead, they're not Houston. They're going to be able to run the ball down your throat. They're going to be able to eat the clock. They're going to be able to put pressure on you exactly the same way they did against Baltimore. And you know their ability to kind of step up in those high leverage plays, like they're you know, they're all bought into Rabel's kind of motivational, you know, shtick. Like, it's working for for them right now, and it's spooky to get in front of it. So I, I couldn't get involved on either side here. Uh, I ended up playing the first half under. Um, I think Tennessee's approach coming into this has got to be, like, let's, you know, keep Mahomes on ice early in this game. Let's keep him on the sidelines. Let's do what the Patriots did last year in the AFC title game and just, you know, run pretty heavy early on and play, uh, play a little keep away, keep him getting into a rhythm because, yeah, I, you mentioned it. Like, it's, you know, when you kind of, emptied your offense the week before it's not you know if, if you come back out and get right back into rhythm you know it can be a boat race but uh, if you can kind of keep him cold 
Uh, I think that's an important part of the strategy for Tennessee in this game. So I took under 25 and a half in the first half. Whale Capper with us. All right, we'll take a quick break. Uh, on the other side, uh, we'll get in, uh, a little bit more to this game, and then we'll get into that West Coast affair. Aaron Rodgers returns home. Get on the grid, sports grid. <laughs> Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Yeah, like I uh, just tweeted, I thought it was going to be a slow news day. Warren out for Odell Beckham's arrest. <laughs> Carlos Beltran out in New York City. Altuve caught wearing a buzzer. Mike Trout accused of H.E.H. and it's only 5.38 Eastern. <laughs> <We're> not, <laughs> the sun hasn't even set on the West Coast yet. It's craziness. <laughs> All right, Will Capper is with us, the raging redhead, Cam Stewart. Um, people are freaking out uh, right now. About this, John Boy's the number one trending topic on Twitter. Literally, he's the number one trending topic on Twitter uh, right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God, people have zeroed in. You can see the buzzer. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Like it's people, like have, God bless over, the internet. Yeah. Finally, you're doing yeah. something productive, people here. Like the internet gives us so much crap, Cam. I love this. People at home with so much time on their hands have taken pictures and zoomed it in on Altuve's jersey, Cam. You can see the buzzer on his shoulder. <laughs> He's wearing a wire. That's great. He's wearing a wire. He's wearing a wire. Wow. And of all guys, the good guy on the team, huh, Whale Capper? People love Altuve. Like, well, he's little. You know what's interesting, though? <laughs> you know? I know, but we're going to have to do the same thing, and I like Mookie Betts. But if it's discovered the Red Sox, dude, yeah. it's no coincidence, man. What, J.D. Martinez had, like, the best years of his life suddenly. Guys hitting yep, this, yep, hitting yep. that, Mookie Bats hitting this, hitting that. Suddenly they weren't so good last year. What happened? Suddenly you guys weren't, you know, you're all a little slumping a little bit, huh? Yeah, yeah, no, you were caught. And uh, if we're going to call out one guy, you got to call out other guys. So we'll see what happens here. And we'll see what happens with Mike Trout uh, now that he's been accused of uh, being a steroid cheat. Um, you know, he never says anything ever, so you know he's not going to say anything. And already people are getting uh, offended. Leave Mike Trout out of this and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. If this was like, uh, you know, if it wasn't Mike Trout, you'd be all over it. So, um, yeah. all right, back to football. Whale Capper saying first half I, under. Yeah. Yeah. What about Mike Trout? I always thought he was a little fishy. <laughs> I always thought, I know this is going to sound crazy, but... He's not overrated. He's a great player, but he doesn't do anything like for the Angels. Like the Angels have the same record without him as they do with him. They're like oh, a yeah. 500 team with or without him. It's pretty crazy. Like I don't know if it's a baseball thing. And if he was so great, like couldn't he get him into the playoffs once? Like don't great players just sort of carry teams? You know what I mean? Oh, I get it. You know he's good. He's really good. I think he's a little overhyped. I think he's he's a great player. 
he's like, you know, you know, statistically and stuff, like the war and the nerds and all that love him. He's a great player. You can argue he's the best player in the game, but there's other great players as well. Uh, yeah. So I just there's think no that it's, it's his no personality. Yeah. No, I mean, it is what it is, but um, all right, so that football game, what about the over in, in the game itself? You think it's a lower scoring game, uh, Whale Copper? You think uh, it's a slower yeah. start? Cause I, I do, yeah. I, I definitely think we get a slower start. The uh, second half of the game, depending on like what happens in the first half, can go a couple of different ways. Uh, I def, but, uh, but without a doubt, I think if you are Tennessee, you are coming in with a singular game plan, a plan A and a plan B. Uh, to especially attack uh, Kansas City on the ground and to really test their defense because the you know the the knock with Kansas City going back now two years uh, the only you know, the best way to attack them is to just get you know get into some heavy formations and uh, and just run the ball down their throat and there's probably no better team built for doing that than Tennessee and if you think back to the Tennessee Kansas City regular season game like I remember watching that pretty closely because that was Pat Mahomes' first game back. Uh, from his knee injury, and I was curious to see what kind of form he was in. And you watch the game. Threw for 446 you know, yards. Yeah, he was he was great. He was amazing. Kansas City had a double-digit lead uh, two separate times that Tennessee came back uh, and answered, which was wild because that's rare. Uh, and then even in the end of the game, you know, Kansas City had a seven or you know five, six, you know, more than a field goal lead. Uh, Tennessee needed a touchdown to answer. They got it. Uh, and yeah, granted, there was some. I weird have the box score in front of me. You know? Yeah, yeah. Ten nothing like, after so, the first so, quarter, and this is this is right. one thing with the narrative for this week. You hear people say this because it's low hanging fruit. Well, Tennessee, you know, need to get a lead because if they don't get a lead, they'll be in trouble keeping up. Well, they I, played yeah, earlier this year. Kansas City we were winning back. ten we nothing back. after the first quarter. Yeah, yeah. And, then, and then second what? quarter, and then 19, Tennessee outscored them thirteen three. Yeah, th- yeah, second quarter, 13-3 Tennessee. Third quarter, 9-7 KC. Fourth quarter, uh, 15-10 Tennessee. Tennessee counterpunched every time they got, like, you can, like, yeah. if you're the Chiefs, I'd almost be worried about this. I'd be like, damn, do. Mahomes threw for 446 yards and three touchdowns. Williams rushed for 77 yards. Tyree Kill had a, 11 receptions and 157 yards, and we still lost. That's how good the Titans are right now. Yeah, and uh, you, watching that game, if I remember correctly, like when Tennessee was down double digits in the second half, you're like, okay, well, now they're screwed. They're going to have to go to Tannehill. They're going to have to air this out, but they didn't. They stuck to their game plan. They ran the hell out of the ball. Like Derrick Henry's rushing attempts in the second half were up relative to the first half, if I remember correctly, and it worked. He, he carried them. Like, and so I, I really don't know why you don't just stick with what worked uh, if you're Tennessee, I don't think you get cute here. I don't think you talk Tannehill up and you're like, okay, buddy, you're going to, you know, we're going to win this in a shootout. You're going to throw the ball 40 times in this game. Like, no way. Like, your, your plan A and plan B if you're Tennessee is to come in with a run-heavy package and to just, just take the air out of the ball, deflate the clock, and don't let uh, Pat Mahomes get into a rhythm because you saw, you see what, we've seen it a bunch this year. You give Pat Mahomes the ball, uh, in a short field, and you give him multiple opportunities in close proximity time-wise, you're screwed. He can score 28 points on you in the blink of an eye. He did it to the Raiders week two. He did it to the Texans last week, down 24 points. Like, he absolutely can gut you if you give him the opportunity to. So I think it's imperative that Tennessee plays keep away here, and I think a lot of that is going to be uh, with a, a run-heavy approach in the first half. 
you taking the under whale cap or it's hard to take you. a 53. Like, you know what I mean? It's, like, it's a big what, number, what, man. What, what, I, what I like, though, I'm not sure. If, like, everyone says this. Oh, if Tennessee wins, it's correlated to this. I'm just saying, you get a teaser at 60. And the way the unders yeah. have been kicking, that's a lot of points, even for Kansas City and Tennessee. Like, Tennessee 14 and a half under 60, that kind of looks sounds good to me. I don't know what, what your mm. opinion is. Yeah, no, no, I don't mind that at all. And I guess uh, I, even, like, let's just talk about the number 53. Last week against Texans, it closed at 51. I personally think the Texans have a better offense than Tennessee's, at least in terms of explosive point scoring potential. Uh, they have a much more explosive passing game. You know, they have many more deep threats, many more threats just in the passing game in general. Uh, and I think that the Texans' defense is worse. So why are we going from a matchup where you had a better offense and a worse defense, and now the total is two points higher? Like, this is, this, this is just, a, it's not a great number. I think it's a lot of people who, who kind of saw 80, 82 points or whatever that were scored last week and think that this is for sure going to be some sort of high-scoring shootout because Kansas City is involved. And I don't actually think that the game state would, you know, let, like, there's not really like a, 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 a kind of a game script that I think clearly plays into a shootout here. And, you know, I'm not even sure Kansas City really wants this to be a shootout because I don't think they want to be giving the ball back to Tennessee a bunch of this one. Like if, Ken, if Ten, let's say Kansas City gets the point flip, gets the ball first and scores a touchdown, like I don't think that they're like really, uh, you know, trying to run up tempo and get, get it done quickly and, you know, and, and give the ball to Tennessee and, you know, expose their defense. I think they'd rather just, you know, like run a little bit slower pace and eat some clock as well. So I, I don't see this turning into a track meet in any way, shape or form. Obviously, if weird shit, if weird stuff happens, like what happened in the yeah. uh, Texans game last week with the fumbles and the, uh, you know, the, the short fields, the block punts, like things can get out of control if there's big lead, etc. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. That that could change the kind of the, the flow of the game, which is why I singled the first half under as opposed to the full game under. Because you know, if it's if it's twenty four nothing, you know, Kansas City at halftime, and Tennessee then is forced to you know try to air it out, then you could have a situation where you know the, the game gets a little out of control, and you know Tennessee's going for it on fourth down from their own twenty five yard line in the third quarter, and then you know Kansas City's piling it on, so. You know, you, you can see you could see that uh, sort of thing play out in the second half, I think, which is why I think the under is a better look in the first half only. They've got uh, PTI up on one of the screens uh, here, and um, this is what ESPN actually is is become. the The banner says, "Could Tannehill be rusty?" Yeah, he's gonna be really what? rusty. I know because he hasn't played at all. <laughs> what? Could Tannehill be rusty? That's the that's, that's the headline. The They're asking Steve. That's the <laughs> bing. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The guy's what? played like in the biggest football game of his life every week for the last like eleven weeks in a row. Like he's not like I know he's real what rusty. All right. Yeah. Why? Because he hasn't thrown the ball fifty-two times a game. He's going to be rusty. I was going to say as far as Tanner, and he didn't get what if things what if things yeah I got confidence in him and I think he can throw yeah. the ball. I, I don't have a problem. I like the skill position players. If they need a first down through the air, Tannehill will be able to get it for them. I'm not concerned about it. I think it's a good matchup. And I, you know, it sounds crazy because I picked Kansas City for the year started to win the Super Bowl. But life is unfair. And I just get the feeling that Mike Vrabel, who's been to three Super Bowls and won three Super yeah. Bowls, is going to get there again instead of Reed. <laughs> it's just the way football works. Yeah, I got there again. Yeah. This time as a coach, guys. Dude. You know, I don't know. There's something about that juggernaut, but... Man, we spent so much time in the game. We only have a couple minutes for this next game. Aaron Rodgers goes to San Francisco. San Francisco throttled them earlier this year. I just want to say, too, guys, 
Um, only seven times in a conference championship game have we had a rematch from earlier in the year. The team that won the first game is six and one. Ooh. Something else for Tennessee. Six and Ooh. one. The team, yeah, there's no revenge. The, the team that won the first time wins almost all the time again. San Francisco throw out of them, Will Capper. What's your quick take on this one? You know, go back to the trivia standpoint, you know who one of those teams was? Kyle Shanahan, offensive coordinator for the Atlanta Falcons, who beat yes. the Packers in the regular season, yep. came back, hosted them, and they just hung a damn number on them in the postseason. They scored 44. It could have been 84. Uh, that was one of the you know more impressive offensive performances we've seen in a while. Uh, and I think Shanahan has the goods in terms of scheme to really punish the Packers secondary in this one. Packers are playing uh, some coverage that I think lends itself pretty well to uh, Shanahan's system, which basically he likes to try to diagnose your coverage a little bit. Are you, you know, zoner man? Who's got, you know, who's covering what part of the field? Okay, my, you know, we're going to adjust, uh, you know, this route. We're moving this guy this way. And he gives Garoppolo a first read, first strike that is just precision down the field, 11 to 20 yard range. He is just absolutely dialed in in that uh, in that range. And I think that uh, that's going to be the effective way to attack the Packers in this game. Uh, Shanahan, obviously no love lost between him and Mike Pettin, uh, given their time in, in Cleveland together. Yes. And uh, I think they I think they hang a number on these guys. I think uh, Me too. I, I played it. I played this two ways. Um, I laid the points with the Niners at minus seven and a half. I got plus one Oh three. Uh, and then I, uh, I bet the Niners team total over, uh, 26 and a half. I think they get to uh, to 28 to 31. Pretty, uh, pretty, I like 31. There. I like 31. Will Capper 31, 16 Niners. I think they pump love up. that. Love it. Guys. Love uh, it. I'm just thinking about this right now. This has never happened in the NFL. Shanahan to be the first father and son to have Super Bowls, right? Ooh. Is yeah. that the first time? Yeah, you're probably right. Yeah. It's got to be. Think yeah. about that. Like, who? Think yeah. about that. There's been sons. Shula. Shula's had sons. They're all bad coaches. Want, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, there's no <laughs> one. <laughs> like, there's no, you're exactly. right. You're right. Yeah, you're so, right. It, you know, be the first. Like, I'm just thinking, like, you have all these first families of football and the Mannings and this and that, who to watch and stuff. Yeah, I don't know. You know, Shanahan's be pretty cool. They'd be like the Bushes, father and son presidents. I like it. Whale capper. Great stuff, Whale Capper, as always. The hour always flies by, buddy. Thanks for the time, man. Always. Have a good one. Think about that. That'd be pretty mad at camp. That'd be awesome. You can be pretty proud if you're Mike Shanahan, imagine. You you and your son sitting there having a drink with your Super Bowls. (laughs) He wants Super Bowls. Want to light the lamp on DraftKings and FanDuel this NHL DFS season? Then join DailyRoto.com and learn from the best daily fantasy sports players. Get updated fantasy hockey projections for NHL DFS, line combinations, and build stacks for tournaments in the Daily Roto NHL DFS lineup optimizer. If you are playing daily fantasy hockey without using Daily Roto, you are doing it wrong. Enter the promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. That's promo code ACTION for a 10% discount. Thanks to Wellcapper for joining us. Uh, great stuff. That hour just flew by. A lot more stuff uh, to get to, uh, including a lot of games uh, tonight. Big night uh, on on the uh, on the card. We'll try to find some wins uh, here this evening. We ended strong last night. Uh, college basketball. Um, 
NBA basket. Not a great, you know, NBA's kind of been a dull, it's been a dull couple of weeks in the NBA, actually. And I'm a big NBA fan, uh, but, yeah, the games, really, there hasn't been a lot of great matchups uh, recently. Uh, the games are kind of subpar. We talked about it. They're kind of, we're in the dog days of winter now, so to speak, uh, with the NBA. There'll be another little lull. It'll pick up again, but... It's just sort of one of those eh weeks in the NBA. Like tonight, Phoenix Suns at New York Knicks. Yay. Yay. Like who the hell? Like, who's he excited about the Phoenix Suns and New York Knicks? Boston Celtics at Milwaukee Bucks is the marquee game of the night. Milwaukee are actually 10.5-point favorites. I nearly give up on Boston. Cam, I don't know what to do with these guys. We bet against them tonight. You know tonight. they're going to play well tonight. Yeah, exactly. Probably play well up to the competition. Lose a heartbreaker to Milwaukee. Uh, I'm not betting them, but, uh, yeah, I think I'm going to pass there. Hey, Orlando got it done, Gabe. Another uh, vibe from last night. I, I was thinking, wow, as you took them on the money line against yes. the Lakers, they're getting 11 tonight. I knew that was the night last night with those guys. Big dogs. One number I'm just realizing here right now, and uh, what's the deal? Why are the uh, why are the Denver Nuggets the only three-and-a-half-point favorites against Jamal Murray. Golden State? Murray got hurt last night right. badly. So that's the sole reason? Is there anything else? So. Is Jokic? Well, I. Oh, Millsap and Harris are also out yeah, tonight. Yeah, Millsap and Harris. Ooh. Yeah, that's a, yeah, that's a that's a lot of guys. Yeah, Still right. would take so that's Golden why State. it's uh, three and a half. Yeah, I wouldn't take Golden State. That's why it's uh, three and a half. Nah, Golden. Like I said, it's a tough. It's a tough NBA ticket here tonight. We're gonna have to focus in on the college. We crushed yeah. college basketball last night. Um, here are a couple of tidbits, though, for tonight, all right? The Phoenix Suns are 0-5 uh, against the spread in their last five games. They're three-and-a-half-point favorites tonight. I guess we have to take it. Uh, we can take the Knicks. The Jazz are on a 10-game win streak. They're actually 11-1 and against the spread in their last 12 games at Utah Jazz. Uh, laying points uh, tonight. On the road against the Pelicans. Denver, 1-5 against the spread on back-to-backs this year. And I told you, the Magic are red hot. They're 5-0 against the spread last night. Hey, everyone. It's Michelle Williams, and I love being able to share my story with you on my podcast, Checking In with Michelle Williams, where my guests and I, we get real as we share the ups and downs of our mental health journeys, and I'd love for you to join me. Hey, it's going to be your church and your turn up. So listen to Checking In with Michelle Williams every Tuesday, a part of the Black Effect on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Ever wondered how a book gets made into a movie? Or how to master the art of cooking? Either way, we've got you covered with the Two Guys from Hollywood podcast. I'm Alan Nevins, a literary agent and talent manager. And I'm Joey Santos, a columnist and celebrity chef. On our podcast, we're going to be serving you a fresh perspective of the entertainment industry alongside our favorite celebrity guests. As we like to say, we don't dish, we serve. Listen and follow Two Guys from Hollywood on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. We'll talk at you soon.